0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And we
1: are in the home stretch before the Christmas. One week from today, I I am going to do my level best to get us there with levity, levity, with entertainment, with factual presentation. Among other things, we're going to make fun of the people in power. You guys hear the big news? Uh, This is the worst time to get a DUI. I mean, you never want to get a DUI, obviously. You don't want to drive drunk. But uh, apparently a car slammed into the uh, motorcade vehicle Sunday evening as Joe Biden and Jill Biden were leaving uh, his Wilmington headquarters. Here's the audio from uh, the drunk driver hitting the uh, motorcade.
2: Mr. President, why are you losing to Trump in the polls?
1: You got the wrong pulse is what he said. Boom, there it is. Yeah, so a car hit the uh, the motorcade. I'm sure uh, this will disappoint some people on the left. They wanted to blame it on Trump supporters who are uh, Nazis, you know, and all of that stuff. So, uh, uh, But anyway, nobody was injured. The <laughs> 46-year-old driver has been charged with uh, driving a vehicle under the influence of alcohol and inattentive driving. So uh, no further details about the drivers uh, were immediately uh, provided. However, you know these things happen in clusters, don't they? Because here you go, you got a car crash involving the president's motorcade and uh, a staffer for Ben Cardin was rear-ended in the Senate. It was weird. Oh, it happened that way. Right there in the conference room. Out of nowhere. Boom! They call me back door, Santa.
3: I make my run about to break a day.
1: What's the third thing that's gonna happen? They come and back those may happen in three. I make my about to break a day. <laughs> Oh ho 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 Good weekend head. for Hunter. While the boys are out to play. Ho 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 get your credit yeah. card out. I was looking for a reason to play this song. Oh,
3: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I ain't like old St. Nick. Oh, no, you ain't. He don't come but once a year. Oh, uh, Santa only comes once a year. Uh-huh.
4: Look at yeah. that.
3: I come running with my presents Every time you call me me.
1: That song was originally uh, sampled by Run-DMC for Christmas in Hollis. That's one of the reasons why I love to play that song. So... uh Oh, by the way, and I just wanted to clear things up in case Republicans wanted to do something with this. Uh, My friend Chris Plant said on the radio today, he said that uh, inserting an erection is not the same as an insurrection. It's a completely different thing. So just, you know, let, there's other ways to pursue this or other avenues to go in, but uh, not an insurrection. No, 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 no. So the uh, congressional staffer, hey, you know, here here's America today, right? Here, here's why we need to just stay focused and, and go, you know, we're not going to partake in this nonsense. We're going to turn 2024, the year of uh, returning to common sense from nonsense. But you got uh, a guy getting, uh, you know, you know, Breer ended uh, in, a, in a Senate building. Uh, you got uh, the Iowa State Capitol, a, uh, a, a statue of Satan there. You got uh, the rise of anti-Semitism across the country. You got people in schools wanting to make your little girl into a little boy. I mean, and what the hell? I mean, if you have any doubt about, uh, you know, like the, the battle of good and evil, well, maybe you ought to reconsider. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe Maybe Christmas this year should mean a lot more. <laughs> so so anyway, uh, Ben Dover, Ben Ben Carson, Ben Cardin, Ben Cardin is the uh, is the congressman for which the uh, the staffer. Was uh, taking one for the team. Uh, Aiden Mace Kerposky no longer working for the Senate, uh, and uh, you know he was uh, he was having you know uh, butt sex with an unknown man on a table in the Senate hearing room. Well, normally they they reserve that sort of uh, you know uh, approach for uh, Republicans being questioned in there, you know, <laughs> where senators often sit to ask questions during hearings. Uh, this has been a difficult time for me. This is according to the uh, the guy who uh, who apparently uh, who who apparently did this. This has been a very very difficult time for me. I've been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. Are you sure you really love that guy? Really? There, there. I didn't. You know, I've can't imagine a whole lot of love there uh, anyway while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment well certainly having sex publicly and making a porno for other gay uh, uh, staff members on on Congress or on Capitol Hill probably not the best uh, judgment in the world but anyway I love my job well he certainly blew it uh, anyway I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. <laughs> Can you imagine the guy who has the cleanup around there? Just go in there and empty the waste paper baskets and say, Ah, really? 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 Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated and I will be exploring what legal options are available to, to me in these matters. You know, this is what happens when shame dies. This is what happens when shame dies. You don't recognize because you're not ashamed of what you did. You just look at other people shaming you and trying to shame them for shaming you for the shameful things you did. Did they make any sense? I sounded like uh, Kamala Harris for a second there. Uh, on his uh, LinkedIn profile, <laughs> LinkedIn, <clears throat> Maze Serpowski or Serpopsky or whatever, uh, says he began working for Hardin as a staff assistant in 2021. Uh, Daily Caller identified the hearing room in the in the video as the Senate Judiciary Committee room in the Senate Hart Office Building. In that location, the influential committee debates and considers all judicial nominations for uh, federal judiciary. Yeah, twenty four years old is this, and uh, he's he is claiming rect- victim. He is claiming victim here. Uh, yeah, yes, he says. Um, uh, what else we got here? official hearing room. He added that footage could land a staffer in legal hot water if it was shot in the public room to make uh, revenue, or it could be uh, constitute a lewd indecent or obscene act. So they're saying that's maybe the reason why, uh, you know, and then also, uh, unofficial use of the hearing room could be considered trespassing. So these are the, these are according to John of the Turley, that's what could get him in some hot water. So uh, whether it was the unofficial use of a hearings, you got to book a room if you're going to have gay sex in it. Uh, you know, just call. Just get it on the books. You don't want to bump somebody for, you know, you getting bumped. <clears throat> anyway, there was also reportedly a question over whether he misused or damaged government property. I would say misuse is probably fairly clear. Uh, the damage, not really sure. Footage of the uh, the fire of the of the fling first exposed by the Daily Caller shows a young uh, male staffer bent over a... Con- I'm, you know I'm not going to give you the details here. Uh, the footage was allegedly shared in a private group for gay men in the political scene and reportedly uh, appeared on a since deleted Twitter account on uh, on X. And uh, the the uh, the person who was seen there ident- identifies himself as a twink. engaged. No, I'm not going to, no, 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 I'm not. You know what? I think I'm going to pull out of that one. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that one lay there. It's, it's enough. It's just, it's, uh, it's enough, you know, kind of weird, kind of (laughs) weird. I heard this uh, quote uh, this weekend. I rediscovered this, uh, this quote from Barack Obama and then I'm going to follow it up from a, a famous monologue from a famous movie and see if you can make sense of it, all right? So if you kind of wonder all of the, uh, the nonsense, this is why I say fo- stay focused as the founders. Through all, this, through all of this, through all of this, through all of these indictments, through all of this madness, all of this open border, all of this CRT in schools, all this transgender nonsense, all of this, this insane nonsense. And it is. That's why I say we've got to return to common sense from nonsense. And you know it, too. That's why 74% of the American people say we're going in the wrong direction. It's A lot of it's because of this nonsense. Because we're just done with it. We're finished. We're done. We're done with the nonsense. We're, it's time to go back to our constitutional principles embrace family embrace patriotism love the country yes the country has made mistakes but this this Marxist Maoist attempt to destroy the country and that's what it all is it is not what lies in the hearts of Americans we still live our country love our country despite 40 years of this crap but here is Barack Obama essentially explaining why all of this nonsense has happened. You just have to flood a country's public square
4: with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Yeah, Once yeah. they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won.
1: Uh huh. There you go. And it kind of segues into this monologue, literally done. 50 years ago in a movie called Network.
2: We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV. And And my my gas stove. Steel-belted radios. And a car that runs on gas. Won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. No, no, no. I want you to get mad. I'm I don't mad. want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressmen because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street, all I know don't forget
1: is- about the Ukrainians and the
2: Chinese. Is that first you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. Damn it. My life has value. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing
1: Yeah, there you go. So it kinda makes sense, doesn't it? You got the uh, the you know he did Barack Obama's uh, radical leftist Maoist uh, first year in uh, the presidency. There was a Mao Chairman Mao Christmas ornament on the Christmas tree, and everybody talked about it. And like, well, duh, <laughs> you know, kind of yeah. If a guy puts a Chairman Mao, you know, a uh, Christmas bulb on the Christmas tree, then you got that. You know, fast forward to all of the madness of today, including that dystopian. Uh, Christmas video that Jill Biden, America's first dits put out last week that that looked like the Hunger Games meets, I don't know, it, it just bizarre, bizarre world. no no Santa Claus in it. No no Santa Claus in it at all. No image of the crowd, no manger or anything. Just some crazy kind of uh, uh, non-binary dancers uh, dancing around, of course from the Nutcracker. Well, who could forget the Nutcracker? you know and then and then you follow it with that uh, that monologue by that uh, principal in the movie network and it kind of makes sense and that's where we are right that's where we are so uh, you know a lot of crazy things are happening we are under assault right now and what we have to do is stay focused as the founders and what i'm going to do here is i'm going to inform you as much as i can about everything and and then we're just going to we're just going to humiliate embarrass and take down those people who are perpetuating this on us. That's what we're going to do, and then we're going to turn it around. How's that sound? How's that sound, everybody? How's that sound like a New Year's resolution? Take our country back from all of the stupidity and nonsense. Here's the number, guys. It's 800-922-6680. If you'd like to chime in about this, we've got so much coming on the show today. Just for being a Monday, I think you're going to be blown away. This is The Rob Carson Show. Of time of I watched a bunch of Christmas movies this weekend. Watched uh, Die Hard with my wife. That was fun. Always fun. It's a perfect movie. Perfect movie. There are a few more I want to see. Uh, there are a couple I'm kind of giving the uh, uh, giving the uh, pass this year because I've seen them too many times. Uh, Elf. I just, I, I, I got to give Elf. Maybe I'm, I I kinda a little twinge of maybe watch Elf the other night. I was like, no, no, no. Christmas vacation—I've seen parts of. I know you're supposed to watch it every year, but I—I'm just not—I'm not right there yet, uh, you know. So there's some others that I still want to watch, but I—I uh, I, uh, have uh, resolved that that our Christmas here in the Carson household is going to be uh, kind of muted. Uh, we're going to celebrate with family. We're going to go to their house and let them do it. <laughs> That's what we're going to do because you know we've got a lot of stuff going on here. I did do something over the weekend that I was, uh, I shared on social media and uh, it was, I went to a Salvation Army kettle. I was at Walmart where I bought a few items and they cost me a lot of money. Literally, I mean, you couldn't even fill the bottom of the cart, $86. Um, That's the way it is for a lot of people. It's really, really hard right now. Uh, Everything is expensive. Uh, This new in, underwater car loans signal U.S. consumers slammed by high rates so people are losing their cars because they can't afford them, which will be a boon for people looking for used cars and, uh, and also for people having to walk to work. So there's that, among other things. And then you got this, food banks having trouble keeping up with demand of the age of Bidenomics. So I see this uh, this Salvation Army Kettle, this wonderful family volunteering to ring the bell, and they got this little pad there, and it says, uh, you know, just lay your credit card on here, they'll scan your credit card, $5, $10, 20 bucks. So I went and I, I scanned it for five bucks and I walked away. And I went, wait, 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 wait. And I went back and we did a video. And I did another five bucks. Uh, That one got rejected. I didn't have enough money in my account. I'm just playing. No, I gave him another five bucks. But I thought it was really cool that a lot of people are suffering. Uh, One place where Bidenomics appears to be having a negative impact, food banks around the country, many of which are struggling to keep up with higher demand as the country heads into our final year of Biden's first term and last term. The nonprofit Feeding America says that Americans... uh, earnings are not keeping up with escalating prices and about one in seven people are struggling to feed themselves Oh, i think it might be higher than that also, when these food shelters have to go buy food, that's costing more so they can't get as much. That's why I recommend giving money to uh, a local food bank. Uh, we've got several here in Kansas City that I, uh, that I help out, but I also help out the, uh, the Salvation Army. Uh, it's kind of funny because uh, MSNBC is, uh, well, KGP, Corinne Jean-Pierre, first of all, is saying there are lots of excuses why the economy sucks. And none of them, I guess, have to do with the president, even though every one of them has to do with the president.
0: There she is. Uh, look, as it relates to Bionomics, the president, I just announced at the top of the briefing, he's going to go to Milwaukee. He's going to talk about Bionomics, investing in America, what he, what Bionomics has done.
1: Yeah, well, investing in America is uh, public money for, uh, like, trains and crap like that and electric vehicles, which creates work but not jobs. It's Rooseveltian. They've been doing it for 80, 90 years, and it always Fails
0: for the American people coming out of the pandemic. We can't forget what happened when the president walked in. We saw a literally uh, the economy at a tailspin, and so the president has been working a uh, middle class from the bottom up, middle out, and Model that's up, what you have seen out. him do. And the data shows, as you just mentioned in your question, inflation is moderating, and uh, you see uh, jobs created at more than 14 million jobs.
1: Yeah, would you open the doors, Bob? But you know when the government shuts down your business, you can't do business. The day after you open your business, immediately you have uh, you have business. This is MSNBC. They say that this impeachment is the is the Republicans <laughs> distracting from Joe Biden's great economy. Starting with Andrea Mitchell here.
3: The backdrop, of course, to all of this is inflation is easing, according to the Fed Chair Jerome Powell. All the economic indicators are really looking strong. Uh, Strong in a good way, not strong in a a dangerously
2: inflationary way.
1: Exactly. And, And the fact that more Americans are going to dollar stores to buy their groceries, that isn't anything. They're just doing it for fun.
2: But the
1: voters don't seem to be picking up on that.
4: Yeah, Andrew, you make a couple of good points in that question. Let me get to the first, which is specifically the president's reaction to that impeachment inquiry. The this is
1: Peter Alexander.
4: White House posting a statement from President Biden late yesterday where he described this as a baseless political stunt. We'll put it up there that you can read along. Instead, <laughs> He wrote, instead of doing anything to help make Americans' lives better. Well, why
1: don't you do that?
4: They, the Republicans, are focused on attacking me with lies instead of doing their job. On and the,
1: mountains of the, evidence.
4: The urgent work that needs to be done. They are choosing to waste time. Well, why
1: don't you do the urgent work. You're not, like closing the border.
4: On this, again, baseless political stunt that even Republicans... When are you going to
1: start doing all that work that you say you're doing, rather than just giving money to all of our enemies and taking money from all of our enemies? How about that? It's kind of funny. Coming up, I, I do have some funny vi- video, uh, which is actually audio for the radio. Um, the, uh, the polls are terrible for Joe Biden. He just got last week lowest poll in uh, lower than Jimmy Carter, 37% approval and dropping. And uh, MSNBC is saying that uh, uh, polling is bad now. So uh, it's it's not that Joe Biden is polling badly. It's just that the polls have always been bad, is what it is. So we've got that coming up. And uh, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum wants to get rid of elections altogether. Oddly enough, so do Democrats. That's coming up. And this is the Rob Carson Show. 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Big news of the day. Uh, Joe Biden's motorcade gets uh, hit by a DUI driver. And a uh, congressional aide for Ben Carden gets rear-ended on the same day. It's weird. And Jim Gossett has put together this thoughtful Christmas song just in time
3: for you. Ben Carden hired, Danny fired. An aide named Mice In the hearing room he took his buddy <laughs> What? Filmed them in action Yeah Quite a reaction Well When it showed
1: up on X
3: getting get an OnlyFans page And on every news outlet you'll see This is what happened when
1: shame dies
3: Senate Aids
1: Senate AIDS.
3: Senate aides. I
1: don't know if that's the best way to put it,
3: but. Having gay sex in the Senate. Welcome to
1: Christmas 2023 in Democrat Wonderland. To town they go on video.
3: They both are on full display. Yeah, I know. This
1: is uh, this is just disgusting.
3: They've been laid bare.
1: Well, yeah, pretty much.
3: But Dems don't care. No.
1: Bet this goes on every day. Oh, probably more than you'll ever uh, ever imagine, to be quite honest. But uh, you know. This is what happens when children are in charge. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's, uh, it is, uh, it is uh, and I'm not a prude, okay? I'm not a prude. My God, are you kidding me? I mean, who hasn't thought about, you know, public, you know, you know whatever. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's a sense of decorum and decency in this uh, buffoon rather than shouting. And this is, this is the thing. This is why you use expressions like, you're a racist if you think that way, or you're a homophobe if you think this way, because it, it shuts you up. It shuts up the people who would criticize this kind of behavior. And I don't, you know, if you're gay, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care at all. Doesn't matter to me at all. Doesn't matter. I, I, any kind of sex is absolutely unacceptable. And and for you to have this this, I mean, void in your character that you would want to be starting your career as an aide in the Senate. And you get that position, <laughs> position, and you you choose to have sex in a in a public hearing room, and then share it with other like minded individuals on Capitol Hill, shows that you clearly are not ready for prime time in life. I mean, you need to go do something else. And I don't know, there used to be a time where you'd kind of think about maybe what your mom and dad would think if you did something like that. You know, uh, uh if I would have tried anything even remotely like that, uh my parents, uh, they they would uh, they would uh, they would not be so kind. Uh, it is really it's just it's remarkable. It is not we we would be laughable if it weren't funny, but it isn't funny. It's just gross. It's grotesque. It's just kind of grotesque. Hey, 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 Christmas time almost here. I've got a great uh, gift for you, a gift idea. Yeah. Why don't you give yourself a new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Eh, why not? Listen, I mean, I've I've bought a lot of things that are kind of you know haven't haven't resulted in much. You know, it's like eh, eh. Eh. move over woke disney and disneyland and hulu start your newsmax plus i subscribed a couple weeks ago you can get rob schmidt eric bowling greta von Sustren, lots of movies documentaries history uh, uh, the archive of rob carson's what in the world one of the fun the, well the show that donald trump says is the funniest thing on television there you go, all that newsmax plus newsmax plus is the only stream streaming uh, service that gives you all of donald trump rallies so get newsmax plus today how's that sound Just go to Newsmaxplus.com. That's Newsmaxplus.com. Start your free trial. Newsmaxplus.com. Get that. So the polls are terrible, 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 as uh, Charles Barkley would say, terrible for uh, Joe Biden because he's doing a terrible job as the president. 76% of the American people think the country's going in the wrong direction because it is going in the wrong direction, and they're rightfully concerned about the future of the country. And so people like Cornell Belcher excuse me, uh, says that polls are being misused to drive whatever narratives that uh, Republicans want to say.
4: But let me say this about, about the polling. Enough with all the polling, mm. right? It's not predictive <laughs> of, of what's going to happen no, no, in, the, in the presidential. No. Even though
2: there are a number and of polls pointing to the listen, same thing? Listen,
4: this is, this is why we use polling. They're
1: all pointing to the same thing, and that is uh, Joe Biden's going to get beaten because he's a terrible, terrible president and the
4: most corrupt president in American history. And, and campaigns. This is what we use polling for in campaigns. We use polling to see what the problem is. No, is that it really? Because generally, Democrats use it to dispirit and discourage Republicans. How you build a campaign to fix the problem. Yeah. When I see that forty-seven, forty-three number, I'm not at all concerned about. Oh, I think you should be terrified, and, and all Democrats are terrified of that about what's going to happen in the future. By the way, I'm actually emboldened because I know, quite frankly, where Donald Trump's going to be. He gets forty-seven, forty-six percent. He he wins by subtraction, not a, not addition. Now, under- and, and Joe Biden wins by addition, really, really. If that poll, what you have there is what I call the Obama continuum. Right, these <laughs> these younger voters who are not necessarily strongly tied to either Democrat or Republican, although they're they're a lot more progressive on, on, on most issues. And that's where Biden right now is suffering the most. And these are not going to ever be Trump voters. So yeah. the campaign they're going to have to build work is, one to, to, is work to bring... Yeah, the- you
1: know, the polling is always bad when it uh, doesn't do so well for Democrats. But all the polls are showing that joe biden is not the candidate that democrats want the democrat party is forcing joe biden on you as they did uh hillary clinton as they did joe biden in 2020 and that's why what over 53 percent of democrats want another candidate other than joe biden other than that the polls are completely wrong Stay focused as the founders. Let's go to Ann in Annapolis. Hello there, Ann, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today?
5: Hi, Hi Rob. Um, I want to talk about well, there are a couple things, but specifically right now, I think the more important thing is the border and the fact that they want to let people into this country to go into the military and yeah. came in illegally, and then they're going to have our weapons, mm-hmm. and then they'll discourage so many of our people from being in the military that they'll be able to take it over. And
1: they hate us. A lot of them do. So, well, they I'm they sure did mention and 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 uh, you'll recall, wasn't it a week ago that uh, I'm trying to remember who said it? But a Democrat said that uh, um, that you sh- we should put. Uh, it was Dick Durbin. It was Dick Turbin. Turbin. and and Dick Turbin, He said that we should put these illegals in the military. Which to me, a, a, a uh, is obvious if you want to overthrow the country, and also uh, b. That uh, is that he is so profoundly stupid and ignorant uh, that uh, he would consider such a thing and not know that it is a danger? I have a feeling um, that a lot of people know the danger, and this is just one of the many things that are happening to bring down the country. In
5: yes, I yeah. agree with you. It's yeah, they got to shut it down. And they're going to have, and then when our military gets disgruntled, then they will have to. Then they'll be able to take everything over. They'll take yeah. it all
1: over. And by the way, our, our military recruiting—and let me finish here—and uh, uh, our our military recruitment right now is the lowest it's been since 1941. Why do you suppose that is? Why? Because it's all the woke woke nonsense, the mistreatment, the maltreatment, and all of that. And and who are we going to fill it with? Well, it just so happens we have a whole bunch of military age males coming across the southern border.
5: Yeah, who don't speak English. Obama's going to get his wish. If he well, these people in like that—he's he's, getting—you know—he's going to get his wish. I mean, it'll be total chaos and they'll
1: have the gun and all of our other weaponry. Well, I'm I, I think we're going to I I tend to be uh, optimistic and I think we're going to turn things around. I realize that uh, these are troubling times. Um, but but I don't think that will work, but honestly with the people in charge who the hell knows. And I appreciate the uh, uh, I appreciate your phone call today. I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, keep just like I said, stay focused as the founders. Uh, and uh, and realize that a lot of this stuff is uh, is meant to distract and uh, demoralize you, and uh, and we're going to win. Thanks for the phone call. I do want to play this. I came up with this a couple years ago with Mr. Jim Gossett, and it seems increasingly true. We're beginning to look a lot like Cuba.
3: Protections have all failed.
1: Kind of like that, just a little bit like that. Oh, this is Klaus Schwab you know we're talking about uh, polling and all of that and and how the uh, you know the polls don't mean anything cuz it really doesn't gauge it <laughs> what people are thinking i want you to listen to this little uh, this little gem of a quote from uh, the weekend that i found with Klaus Schwab the leader of the world economic forum he sounds like a doctor evil type villain he's got the accent he's got the look all he needs is a cat with no hair sitting in his lap uh, but he, listen listen to this listen to how blithely he suggests this and then you put it in combination with all of the the people putting pressure on social media to censor, uh, the the government uh, creating a disinformation governments board and telling you what the truth is, even if it's not the truth, it's just the government's truth. And then this makes sense. Klaus Schwab.
3: So technology now is, and digital technologies mainly have an analytical power. Now we go into a predictive power, and we have seen the first examples, and your company very much involved into it. Listen but then. since the next step could be in to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means um, uh, you you do not even have to have elections anymore, because Oh, you there you go! Huh! ...can already uh, predict what uh, predict, and afterwards you can say, why do we need elections? Because we know what the result will be.
1: We know what the result will be, so let's just get rid of elections. Uh, Remember a couple weeks ago I said that uh, uh, a lot of crazy stuff is going to be happening in 2024? You, You may recall if you were listening to my podcast before my nationally syndicated radio show that I said 2020 was 2020 because it was 2020 during 2020. While it was happening in real time, I said, they're making 2020 into what 2020 has become, which was a massive orgy of violence and Black Lives Matter and Antifa and city burnings and, uh, and election nonsense and COVID nonsense and COVID shutdowns and all of that because it was 2020, an election year. 2020 was 2020 because it was 2020. And guess what? 2024 is going to be 2024 because it's 2024. And you better be ready for it. You'd better be ready for it. And I said, you know, maybe they're setting us up to some kind of a civil war. You know, this weekend, all of the outlets said that Donald Trump literally uh, 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 took the uh, words from Mein Kampf and and, uh, quoted Hitler. And all of the, the media networks, they decided they were going to talk, Trump is Hitler, Trump is Hitler, Trump is Hitler. This started when Joe Biden spoke in front of Independence Hall last year and said that we were MAGA fascists and enemies of democracy. And they've been doing this Trump is Hitler thing. But this weekend, they were, they were, they were looking for a, a trigger. They wanted to look, they're trying to find a trigger. And you combine all of this together with, you know, Jack Smith uh, uh, subpoenaing all of the records from Twitter about Trump supporters who uh, liked him or retweeted tweets by Trump or Trump uh, followed and all of that stuff. And then you go with, uh, I don't know, the mainstream media calling Trump Hitler and his words from Mein Kampf. They're looking for a trigger. They're looking for a trigger to go after Trump and his supporters. And this will be beyond the indictments. As the indictments fail, they'll try to come up with other things. They will try to come up with other things and realize that every time that someone calls Trump Hitler, they're calling you Hitler. And not necessarily even if you're a Trump supporter, but if you're a, a, a patriotic American who wants to see America back to where it was as, uh, uh, based on the, the founders' uh, principles, uh, freedom-loving, strong military, safe border, all of that, they are going to go after you. That's what this is all about and it didn't catch on this weekend they tried to make trump hitler they tried to say he used the words of hitler uh... you know because he used the word infecting the blood of america right okay he also i think maybe has said the word schnitzel and volkswagen which apparently he may have been parroting the words of of adolf hitler as well you know it's kind of hard to say let's go to craig in new mexico he wants to talk today craig welcome to the rob carson show what's on your mind
5: Hello, my brother Thank you for what you're doing for America. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm retired military, retired law enforcement. And to your point, one of the things that we don't talk about is not only how this wave of wokeism, and really it's just Marxism. Let's just call it what it is. This wave of Marxism that's infecting the, the military also has a profound effect on the veterans' hospital system, the VA system. I'll give you a perfect example. I have quite a few friends inside the VA system that are doctors and nurses. And, of course, money is at a premium. How do we spend the money? Where do we distribute that money? And there's a thing called community care. Community care is where we, the VA, can't give you what you need, so we're going to pay an exorbitant price to someone outside the system and let them handle it. And huge, huge encumbrances have now set aside for transsexual, transgender Processes, so a lot of your tax dollars now are going not to help veterans who've lost a leg or bullet wounds or PTSD. They're going for transgender transformation.
1: Now, Craig, I've got, to, I've got to run. I've got to run. I've got to run because we got a break here. Also, I want to mention 160,000 veterans uh, uh, procedures and uh, and work were put off last year because uh illegals went to the front of the line and va money was used for them so that's a good point thanks for the call dude it's ridiculous and again focus as the founders convert make 2024 the year we return to common sense from nonsense let's take a break this is the rob carson show There's a war on Christmas and Hanukkah this year. Except for the war on Hanukkah has to do with anti-Semitism on America's university campuses and uh, elsewhere. But uh, listen to this, listen to this. So the Wallington-Swarthmore School District has banned Christmas decorations on buses and restricts employees from wearing Christmas attire. In a recent memo uh, addressed to all drivers and aides, Wallingford-Swarthmore in Pennsylvania, sounds like a lovely school, doesn't it, with people named Muffy, anyway. outlined new guidelines re- regarding holiday decorations and, uh, and attire. Uh, this was uh, issued December 15th by Patty Dia Ferrario, the uh, transportation supervisor. So it's basically on all school buses. You cannot, because of several complaints, received. Oh, yeah, nobody complained. Nobody has ever complained about Christmas at school. It was all a bunch of leftist liberal Karens who, uh, who wanted to be offended for other people. That's the way it always is. Nobody complained about Christmas at school. The kids liked it, even the kids who didn't celebrate Christmas. It was pretty cool. So's Valentine's Day and Halloween. Completely different, but you know what I'm saying. The directive follows complaints, sure, uh, received by uh, the district. Employers who have uh, decorated their buses with Christmas or other religious specific items are instructed to remove them immediately. Also, they are forbidding the playing of Christmas music uh, uh, or any music uh, associated with specific religion. Here's what I would recommend. Every bus driver in the school district start off the day decorating their buses, wearing a Santa outfit, and playing as much Christmas music as possible. And see what they can do without bus drivers. How about that? How about that? Oh, yeah. And then there's this at a, uh, at a, uh, a mall in Canada. Yeah, this is actually at the uh, center court where Santa is in Canada, and a bunch of leftist, Marxist, pro-Hamas radicals decided to uh, interrupt Santa with kids sitting on his lap. Free,
3: free Palestine! Free, free, Palestine! Jesus was Palestinian! Jesus was
1: Palestinian! Did you, did you hear that? Um, if you say to me... When my kid is going to see Santa, that you you yell free, free Palestine, and then say Jesus was a Palestinian, you're gonna get uh you're gonna get a smack Jesus was
2: Palestinian Jesus was Palestinian! Jesus was Palestinian Jesus was Palestinian! Jesus was Palestinians! Jesus
3: was, Palestinian. Jesus was, Palestinian. Jesus was Palestinian.
1: yeah, yeah. I think it's time for America's uh, dads to step in uh, with all of this nonsense and bring your friends and uh, and just move this crap out of here because uh, I'm really tired of spoiled, entitled children uh, shutting down highways. To you see what happened in Philadelphia the other day? The, a bunch of these uh, radical pro-Hamas dipwads decided to shut down a, a highway and people just dragged them off. That's the way, that's the way it's going to have to happen. We're going to have to overwhelm them with joy and happiness, and if that doesn't work, eh, you know, uh, kick a little ass. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, hour number two of the show. Trump gets treated like a rock star all weekend. Elise Stefanik goes after a Trump judge. Joe Biden used Air Force Two like a private jet, and military recruitment is the lowest since 1941. Huh, what happened in 1941? Don't go anywhere.